Hi, I'm April Lovett. And I'm Daryl Lovett. We've been together for six years, and we have a sweet and sassy little girl, an adorable and talkative little boy, and our fur child, our dog, Lainey. <laughs> oh. That's funny, huh? Hi, I'm April Lovett. And I'm Daryl Lovett. We've been together for six years, and we have a sweet and sassy little girl, an adorable and talkative little boy, and our fur child, our dog, Lainey. That's right. We also work our nine-to-five jobs together, we teach together, and we own the Lovett Company. We do so much together, and we wanted to share some of our tips and tricks for living out our 24-7 relationship. That's right, a relationship that is all day, every day. Plus, we wanted to share with you how we managed to run our business alongside full-time jobs and still find time for kids, chores, and fun. So in this podcast, the Success in Black and White podcast, we will talk about navigating the gray in life. So get ready, get ready, get ready. We're going to be bringing to you real talk concepts every week as we share some of our stories, best practices, as well as talk to guests about how they found success by doing extraordinary things in their everyday lives. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Success in Black and White. The podcast. Yeah, the podcast. That's right. Yes. So this week, we are excited to bring to you a topic on mindsets and reprogramming your mindset. Yeah. I'm excited to talk about. I'm really excited. So for everyone that is listening in um, and you're not watching on the YouTube channel, I have on my mindset hat tonight. (laughs) Is that what that is? That's what this is. You said mindset, so I went and got my mindset hat. I feel <laughs> I feel sophisticated with my with my mindset hat on. You look very sophisticated. Thank with you. Your so I got my hat. other success in yeah. black and white t shirt on. Then I got my mindset hat on. Mm-hmm. Boom. I didn't know that's what that was. Yeah, that's what it was. So if I need a mindset change, I can just go get that hat. Yeah, you can borrow this hat. Thank you. Yeah, and do what you need to do. Perfect. Uh huh. Maybe I just need one of my own. Okay, we can definitely get you one if you want one, Yay. and then you won't have to borrow mine and leave all of your hairs in my hat. <laughs> I'm game. Okay, cool. Um, okay, so I'm excited for this topic. I say let's just jump in. Okay, definitely. Let yeah. me pull up my notes real quick. Okay, you perfect. Know. Yeah, all right, I'm good. I'm ready this time. All right. Bring it. So um, we really wanted to talk about today, usually, (laughs) Daryl might be a little surprised by this, usually Uh I come with research, like bearing research, and I think you even said, like you mentioned something about research, and I didn't do research because I feel like between the two of us, we have experienced, like we can talk about our experiences with these and not necessarily bring like data, even though I love data, Um, but I think that this is very practical application for us and the things that we've dealt with in our life and that we continue to deal with in our life. And so I really want to dive into these different mindsets. I'm sitting here. I'm not in my head because I am in absolute, complete shock right now (laughs) because I thought she was going to have some like type of research or some type of something, article or something. And she just hit me with the We're going to use our own experiences. Mm -hmm. Wow. I am Lainey, I, the dog is snoring. our dog is over there snoring right now. Um, so uh, okay, and I'm about to like throw a pillow over there and hit her like seriously. She's okay. All right, okay. So I had come up with four mindsets that I tend to fall into, um, okay. and I know that 
you might have others or these might resonate with you also. So I wanted to talk about the first mindset that I typically have that I fall into. Okay. And that is the motivated versus unmotivated mindset. Okay. Um, And to me, this is like when my brain just needs to become motivated. This is the type of mindset that I try to get myself into. Um, This is also on the like other side when I'm unmotivated. This is the type of mindset my brain is like in a funk. I just can't pull myself out of this unmotivated mindset. Um, And so that's my first one. And my best example of this comes from just a couple weeks ago. For those of you who listen to the podcast, um, we in January talked about the fact that I was moving full-time positions. Um, and so my full-time position moved from a, from a job that I've been doing for years and years and a career that I've had for almost a decade into kind of this brand new role that I was excited for, but I just didn't really know very well. And so when I went into the job in January, I had a really big learning curve and that learning curve killed my motivation for almost everything else just because I would go to work and I would be learning so many things and I would come back and I would be so exhausted Yeah. at the end of the day. And I think because your brain is just soaking in so much and then you come home and I'm like, I'm just too tired. Like I, we deal with the kids and I'm like, I just want to sit down and like watch Game of Thrones and that's all I want to do. Right. Like, I just wanted to veg out and relax and just rest my brain. I think that's okay for a period of time. Definitely. Like I needed that grace period for probably two or three weeks to really start to get my mind right. But then we got into this phase. I say we, and that's not fair because I feel like the entire for the three months that I came home and was like, I'm too tired to think or process anything. Daryl was still working on our business and he was still trying to make it grow. And I would come home and I'd be like, but I just don't, I'm too tired to do that. I don't have the mindset. I'm not in the right frame of mind or state of mind to do that. And I just don't want to. And so I feel like that wasn't fair because I took more than a very appropriate allotted time period to adjust. And it was probably two or three weeks ago now. Um, and we were going, we we're coming to work one morning in the same car and I was dropping him off at, at his work site <laughs> at yeah, his building, office. at his office. And, um, before I left, we got into this discussion about the business and he was like, listen, I feel like we're stagnant right now. And, we need to make a decision. And very gratuitously, you said, you know, if this is too much for you and for us, and if it's too much for you, then it's too much for us because we're a team. But very gratuitously, you said that to me that we can stop, like we can put this on a bookshelf, we can just wait for this period of busy to be done. And that's okay. And for me, A, it made me feel bad because one, you never said that I wasn't pulling my weight, but I knew that I wasn't pulling my weight for about three months and I felt bad about it. 
And so it made me feel bad, but it also lit this fire because at the same time, I know how hard we've both worked over the past couple of years to really dig into our business. And so my mindset, that was a catalyst that I needed. So I went from a very unmotivated, I'm too tired. I can't find my motivation. I can't find external things to motivate me. I have no internal motivation right now to the very few words that you spoke to me really helped motivate me from an external standpoint that then turned into an internal motivation. And so for the past just three weeks, we have already churned out, I think just the me hopping back on board and into this team atmosphere that we have, we've been able to churn out a whole bunch of different things. And part of that is, is the YouTube channel. So for those of you watching, um, but we've just started like back in boom with our business. And so for me, that was the catalyst and the motivation that I needed to change my mindset. And that's just, I mean, that's one example for me, but that happens to me often is I just need a one, I need one person and one person that I love and trust to come in and tell me like this, we're not, you're not performing at your best level or your highest level in some type of way that I can be like, okay, I trust you. I know you're looking out for me. That's what I needed to hear. And it motivates me. Yeah, uh, I do remember that conversation and it was tough, but I also was concerned for you because I knew that you were overwhelmed and I knew that you needed some time. And I meant every word that I said when I told you that we could just put I even said, if you just want to just close the door on this, I'm perfectly fine with this. Um, who cares what other people are going to think or say? You did say that. And yeah. that was, I think that's what got me the most because we have both worked really hard. Yeah. Um, but this is not, I don't want to say it's your baby because we have both worked really, really hard right. on it. But for you to say that and to care that much about me yeah. and my well being, I was like, I can't, this is crazy. Like, what are, what am I doing? This is something we've worked for and we've dreamed for. And like, that was Definitely. the fire for me to be like, he cares that much about me. What am I giving back to us as a partnership and us as a business and something that we've talked about and goals that we've set? Yeah. And I remember it. And, and I was serious, even though I know that we had worked so hard. And, and like you said, all of this kind of sparked through me. Um, but at the same time, if you were overwhelmed, you were stressed, you were sick, you weren't really eating. And I was just like, man, and it was showing up at home and with the family. And if we took everything and prioritized it and and put it on a list and crossed one off, like that's definitely one that I would have crossed off as opposed to our household, our family our livelihood, our well-being, like I, it, for me, it was an easy choice, right. um, even though it wasn't easy for me to say that. Um, and, and after that conversation, I do remember you did come back with the new energy and mm-hmm. kind of revised. And I was like, oh, wow. Well, I guess every time I'm just going to tell her, let's just close the door <laughs> on this and see what she comes back with. Um, so, no, I definitely am with you on that and saw the shift in your motivation um, and where we've gone just in the past couple of weeks and how we've taken the business to a new level and how we've planned and worked to even take it to a higher level in the very near future. So um, definitely I, I saw it and was able to witness that and to be a part of that. And um, I'm glad that I did say something to motivate you, even though that wasn't really my intent. But, hey, it worked. So it did. 
it lit oh. the fire. So then I want to know from you, when are times that you have this motivation mindset or an unmotivated mindset and you have to figure out how to motivate yourself or have somebody else motivate you or something else? I think that um, a lot of times the motivation comes from and and this ties into my first one. So while I'm talking, I'll go ahead and kind of transition into my first one, because yours is motivation. Mine is drive. And I think those kind of. Yeah, they're very similar. Go together. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, how I'm driven um, or motivated, I guess. And I think that, and you know this because you know a lot about me, uh, all the adversity that I've been mm-hmm. through and all of the challenges that I've had and all the ups and downs and struggles. Um, so for me to just reflect and see and know how far I've come um, is a motivating factor or a driving factor itself within me. Because I know that with this business, with anything that we do with our relationship, that some of the things that I've been through, like this is, I don't want to say a walk in the park, but Mm -hmm. I know I can make it. I know I can survive. I know I can come through. I know I can overcome any challenges that we have. So that's kind of my driving factor. Now, to um, look at the reverse side of that, I know you said when you're not motivated, when I don't feel that drive or when I'm unmotivated. It typically comes from when I'm not taking um, care of myself. So I know when I'm tired. I know when I need a break. I know when I'm running on very low. And then sometimes I say it and I'm not really running on low. Um, You know, I'm just I'm tired and I may need to recharge just a little bit. But like when I get to a point to where like my battery is almost empty. Um, then I kind of lose that motivation. I kind of lose that drive and not because I'm not interested in what we're doing and not because I don't want to succeed. I'm literally physically exhausted, mentally exhausted, emotionally exhausted. Um, and that's kind of what shifts in my drive and my motivation, but it's never, um, about being up for the task Mm -hmm. because everything that I've been through, all of my challenges, all of my adversities, everything that I overcome pushes me. And I know that anything that I strive for, I can be successful at it. And I understand what my formula is, which we talk about and I talk about often in my keynotes. Like I know my formula and I use my formula and it recharges me. It revives me. It motivates me. It drives me. And anytime I have any doubt or anytime I, you know, feel like I don't have the drive, I don't have the motivation, Um, I I go back to my formula. What is your formula? So uh, my formula is obviously, well, I'll tell the ones particularly related to this. Or do you want me to just tell all four of them? Yeah, tell all four. Okay. So I have a formula and um, it's something that I go to and I give them in a particular order, but it doesn't necessarily have to be in this order. So um, you have to be able to manage relationships Mm -hmm. um, because anytime I'm going through anything with this business or in in life or at this house, it's going to involve you. It's going to involve the kids Mm -hmm. first and foremost, and it's going to involve God. So I have to know how to manage those relationships with myself, with God, with you, with the kids um, as a primary, as a priority. Um, And after managing those relationships, understanding that things are never going to go exactly how you want them to. And when they don't go how you planned or how you want them to, you have to be in a position to bend with fate. 
So that's making sure that you've done everything that you know how. Um, for me, it, it's praying, it's um, having faith, it's relying on my uh, family members, relying on my source of strength and, and adjusting and bending and knowing that um, as long as I wake up on the top side of the grass, <laughs> you know, well, I guess if I wake up on the bottom side of the grass, I'm a zombie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so as long as I wake up. You're and a white walker. Yeah, white walker. As long as I wake up and there's breath in my body, like yeah. I know that I can make an adjustment. I know that I can come back. And that's why I say bend, bend, not break. So bend knowing that I can bounce back. Um, and then the next one is positioning yourself, which I just said about um, making sure that you bend. Um, you have to make sure that you've done everything and position yourself to have the best outcome possible. Sometimes you can do everything right and everything you work for still doesn't come out the way that you wanted it to That's or thought true. it would. Yeah. Um, so making sure that you position yourself to put you in the best position to have the best outcome. Um, and then the fourth is by far, I think, the most important because you can do all of those things that I said. You can manage the relationships. You can bend with fate. You can position yourself. But if you don't put in the work, then you're not going to have an outcome. You're not going to be successful. And those are my four. You know, those are my four principles. Um, that's my roadmap. That's my formula for when I don't feel that drive. I'm like, OK. Like, what's going on? Let me check in with, you know, with you. What's up with this business? I'm like, all right, I got to bend. Like I said, when I said close the door, it, it wasn't forever. I was bending. Right. I was like, all right, she's struggling. Right. Like, I can't push her if she's over here struggling. I need to be supportive. So that was a bend that I made. Right. But to position myself, I kind of took a um, thought inventory of everything that we were working on. And I was like, all right, this is where we are. These are some of the challenges that we've run into. And this is how it is impacting where we are. So maybe I need to adjust those for when we do come back. And the work was literally what I did. I said, hey, and this is me putting in work. And it's probably not in the frame of mind that you're thinking when you um, think put in work. But I came to you and I was like, hey, let's talk about this. That's managing relationship. Hey, do we need to table this? That's bending, positioning myself. We can come back to it later. And then the work is actually me taking the time and sitting and having a conversation with you. Yeah. Because I could have easily not said anything and blown it off. And we would have just kind of been going through the motions. You would have still been at the same state that you were. And we would not have been progressing. Yeah. That's true. So I'm glad um, you put in the work. I'm glad. You yeah, definitely. <laughs> I'm like, hey, I got to go do this. I, I, it's going to be tough, but I got to sit down. I got to have yep. this conversation. I got to talk with her about it. Yep. Um, so so that's my formula. And, and that's kind of how it works. Mm -hmm. And um, I know that as long as I follow that formula, it gives me the drive that I need. It will push me. It will drive me. Um, but if I'm to um, a point to where I'm just physically mentally emotionally drained that's when i kind of lose focus of of that drive and that's when i have to take a step back and make sure that i'm positioning myself yeah and how do i do that by making sure that i'm recharging my batteries i'm resting i'm getting the mental clarity that i need by giving my brain a break so good yeah that was my first one i kind of tied it into being motivated yeah. and then no, I, I like drive yeah and then i hit them with the formula so and <laughs> i guess to bring it back full circle that's my first one though the drive um, um feeling that drive being driven or not yeah and drive is so important it is really tied to motivation there's kind of a difference um because i feel like drive is very 
I feel like when you're driven, you're already motivated and it's just the putting in the hard work, like you said, to yeah. get to your ultimate goal. Definitely. Um, or I feel like motivation is like even the starting point. Like I was just literally at a point where I didn't even want to start until right. you actually said something to me and that was what I needed to be motivated. So I think they're both very important. They are different, but they're hand in hand a lot Yeah, of very similar. I had to get motivated before I could be driven. Yeah, me, I'm already, every day that I wake up. You're motivated. I'm motivated. He wakes up and like goes and gets in the shower. He gets out of the shower and he's like, I just had seven ideas. I'm, I'm motivated. <laughs> Write them down. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, let me get a piece of paper. Let me get a, let me get a pen. Yeah. Because every morning that I wake up, I'm motivated because I know how blessed I am to have woken up. And I know that I have so much work to do and I know my purpose and I know my calling. Mm -hmm. And in order to be driven, I think that's the most important thing. You have to know your calling. You have to know your purpose. And when you know that motivation shouldn't be an issue at all because your purpose and your calling in life is going to motivate you to do what you're supposed to do, what you were put on this earth to do every day you wake up. So if you wake up and you're not motivated, that means that you don't know your purpose and you don't know your calling. So I would say start there. Ooh, yes. So that's why motivation is not even on my list. I know my purpose. I know my calling. Yeah. Did I know it a couple of years ago? No. But when I found out what it was and I prayed about it and it was placed on my heart and it tied in with what my skill sets were and what I enjoyed doing, I knew what my purpose was. I knew what my calling was. So every day that I wake up to live out that purpose and that calling, I am motivated. Sometimes I don't have the drive to pursue that, but being motivated about it and knowing it is not an issue at all. No, no, we're very motivated. Sorry, I just got it. I don't. I got. Yeah. Pu- I got pumped up. No, Sorry. purpose and drive is good, and yeah. that was definitely a mic drop because I think that I think that a lot of times people don't know or understand what their purpose is supposed to be or their calling is supposed to be. Right. And if you don't know, it's going to be hard to be motivated. It's going to be hard to have a drive for anything because. What are your goals supposed to be if you don't know your purpose and your calling? Mm-hmm. Um, and by the way, that is something that we help with with our success coaching. So if you're interested and would like to find out your purpose and calling, we do that. Definitely. Shameless yeah. plug. Shameless plug. We can help you navigate that process yeah. and help you identify what that is. And, and if we don't help you find out exactly what it is, mm-hmm. guarantee you we can put you on a path that you will know what it is in a very short period of time. Yep. Um, let's talk about the second mindset that often needs changed or can kind of move between one or the other. And, and that for me was disciplined versus mm-hmm. not disciplined. And this is so important um, really in a lot of things because you can be motivated. And I've been in the point of life where I've been incredibly motivated to do a lot of things. And I might have a lot of big dreams and a lot of big goals, but motivation doesn't work if you don't have the discipline to do it and to complete what you're supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. And so discipline to me is really important mindset to have, but it's not an easy mindset to get. And it's not always a fun mindset. Like just because I'm motivated for something or I'm driven for something and I'm, I feel like I'm disciplined doesn't mean that I want to actually do it all the time. Like, for instance, um, and just because of our schedule and our kids' schedules, I don't do this anymore. I had to find a different time to run because I'm a runner. But 
when I used to wake up every morning at like 5 a.m. and go for a run. And that wasn't fun for me, but it was discipline for me. And by the time I got out and started running, I started feeling the effects and I started feeling really good about it, but it wasn't always fun. And so I had to be disciplined and I had to make that a daily habit and a daily practice. Otherwise I wouldn't have done it every day. And so that to me is discipline is even when you maybe don't like something, if it's going to push you closer to your goal and it's necessary, then you continue to build that daily habit so that you build that discipline. Oh, I remember it wasn't fun for me either. <laughs> I wouldn't, my alarm would go off. And yeah. And I'm just like, like, what are you doing? <laughs> and now my schedule is like both of our schedules. I have to take into account our schedules and stuff. And so usually I'm running at like right before we leave work, but it still works for me. It's still discipline because I can guarantee you in the Florida heat at 4 15 PM is not exactly when I want to no. be running. <laughs> But I'm still disciplined enough to do it. <laughs> yeah. And I worry about you sometimes when you're out there in that yeah. 80 and 90 degree weather it's trying rough. to run. Yeah. But yeah, no. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't like that you're running in the heat like that. But at the same time, that alarm going off at 430, you know, I don't miss that at all. Uh, me either. I'm going to be honest. <clears throat> that was a rough wake up call every morning. But I did it. You did. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And, you know, I think that is something, too, is I feel like people will sometimes get into this. Well, I'm using this discipline now to inform my routine or to inform my habits right. so that I can reach my goal. But what if I backtrack or what if I don't? What if I miss a day or what if things change in life? Like our season of life changed. I couldn't just get up at 5 a.m. and go running anymore because with the two kids, it right. just wasn't going to work. So how do you, like you said, bend with fate mm-hmm. and make yourself flexible enough to still have discipline and still get it done. But if it doesn't get done one day, you still have some grace with yourself. That's you right. Know? Very important. Yeah. I think it's really important. It took me a long time um, because, and I'll talk about this a little bit later, but I am incredibly competitive with everybody and with myself, <laughs> um, but a lot with myself. And that competition really drove me so that if I missed a day of running or I felt like I just ate crap all day one day and I felt bad about it, like I would have no grace with myself. Like you're a human and it's okay to not be perfect all the time. Um, As I've grown older, I've really learned to just have that grace and to forgive myself if I don't stay on the discipline track. Okay, I got you. <laughs> More power to you. Yes. So my second is confidence. Okay. Um, and with confidence, it's one of those things that I've not always had my whole life. So from a young age, just always, you know, having to check in, never really have an opportunity to explore, to try things, to kind of develop who I was and to build that confidence. Um, so from a, a early age. Um, I've always had an issue with confidence. Mm. Now, as I got older, I learned how to become more confident in things. But in order to do that, I had to be sure I had to make um, sure that I knew everything about what I was doing. Um, So as far as taking risk or just kind of trying or flying by the seat of my pants was something that I was I would never do because Um, I wouldn't have the confidence because I didn't know um, or have a high percentage uh, chance of knowing what the outcome was going to be. 
Um, so when you talk about mindset, I still struggle with that now in order for me to have like high confidence. Um, I, I have to know as much as I can about whatever is going on, or I have to know as much about whatever the situation I'm getting ready to step into, or even with, you know, what we're doing now. Mm-hmm. Um, if we're putting out something like, I want to make sure that it's going to be good in order for me to have confidence in what I'm producing and what I'm doing. It's almost like what we talked about earlier. Like I'm looking for perfection. Yeah. And um, you that, are like that. <laughs> yeah. And that's and that's just something that and, and that goes back to confidence. And um, but what's so strange is and how I know that my calling and purpose, what it is, is because when I'm in that environment, it doesn't really matter because I'm confident. That's true. Like I watch you give a speech and you you go in and kill it. it like doesn't this bother is, me. It doesn't bother you. That and that's it's because it's your calling. But I can watch you. This just blows my mind because you like somebody could tell me two weeks before I have to be up and giving a talk in front of, you know, a couple hundred people and I'd be like, I gotta rehearse, I gotta listen to myself say the speech back. I've got to like edit things. I've got to rehearse and rehearse for you. I could be like, Hey, Daryl, can you go give this speech to a couple hundred people in 30 minutes? And you'd be like, yeah. And then walk up and kill it, kill it. Like your confidence level there is outstanding and you don't have to have any preparation. You don't have to have any perfection. But then when it comes to things in our business, I see like, yeah. for instance, like our first couple iterations of the website, you didn't want to push anything out to yeah. the public. My at confidence all. level was low about what I had created right. because I didn't know everything about what I was doing. Ah, uh, Okay. And and that was part of the problem. Um, and that's why it took so long is because I had to go and research everything about everything. So to combat that confidence issue, you had to develop your skill sets. Right. OK. So that's exactly what I did growing up. Now, um, I don't do that all the time. I have you because you push me. You ch- <laughs> you challenge me. So um, sometimes you're just like, don't worry about it. It, it doesn't matter. And I'm just like, all right, I'm going to roll with it. I'm like, we about to do this. Mm-hmm. And even though I'm still lacking a little bit of the confidence to know that I have your support and you right there, it builds it up and it elevates it a little bit. Because if I'm going down and this is trash, I'm like, I got somebody else with me. <laughs> and and it's trash together. Yeah. So so um, and, and that's one of the reasons. But when you're talking about the confidence, though, I think what you said about how I combat it in order to combat that mindset it's to continue to grow you have Mm -hmm. to develop yourself and that's why i'm so big on self-growth self-development and that's why i'm so passionate about what we do because it works for me Mm -hmm. you know i am a result of a product of what we do yeah and you want to talk about experience of being on the other side of it and experience of bringing myself through and then what's so crazy is is i help so many other people who deal with the same thing and they look to me like I don't deal with it myself sometimes, (laughs) but because I've overcome it and because I've found ways to combat it, like you said, improving your skill set, finding out more about who you are, um, finding out more about those things that kind of help you navigate as what we call the gray. Like I've, I don't want to use the term perfected, but 
I mean, I found so many different tools and so many different things that can help people because it has helped me Mm -hmm. and I've seen the results in my life. And therefore, people know that because I'm not fronting. I'm not with them like I got it all together. Right. We out here balling. I'm like, no, I struggle with this, too. But these are some ways that I've overcome that. And then don't let them see me in the light of where I'm speaking or. Um, you know, I'm doing what I do with my coaching thing. They're just kind of yeah. like, dang, this dude got it. Like, what is yeah. it? And, and I'm they like, may not see like and they behind might, the scenes. Yeah. yeah. But here's the thing, though. I tell them, like, in order for me to be like this, here are some of the things that I have had to do. And this is how I have had to prepare. And I know it works. Can you give maybe like one tip on or one thing that you do that really helps? Yeah, definitely. So what I just said about... um like the your growth, self-development, self-growth. Mm-hmm. So one thing that I've really started doing is being real with myself and identifying some of those areas that I know I'm shallow in. And I specifically seek out growth opportunities in those areas. So for instance, we're talking about confidence right now. We're talking about the website. I am not only seeking knowledge about how to develop websites like my focus now is more on the overall objective of like what the website should entail, because I don't plan on doing this forever. Right. So I'm just learning the basics and I'm learning. But you're really good at it. I know. And, and we've you you've actually had people ask you if you can develop their develop website. Develop the website, yeah. And you're like, no, this no, is not what no. I like to do. So I've taken a a, a separate approach by being real with myself, saying that, hey, like real soon, I'm not going to be doing this. Like we're going to be paying somebody to do this. But I want to know enough about it so that I can hold a conversation with this developer and speak their language so that what the um, what results we're looking for, I can communicate that to them appropriately. So so that's one example about, okay. you know, that self-growth. And I just use that as an example because we were talking about that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So the confidence, you know, um, is tough sometimes. Yeah. In different situations and circumstances can decrease it or excel it. Um, but I do want to make sure I reiterate that before we move on, because I know we have to for the sake of time. I want to reiterate that if you're within your calling or within your purpose, you should be confident in that because it should seem like it's second nature. It should come easier. I'm not going to say easy, but easier to mm, you. Yes. And even if there are tough things, you make steps to overcome them. That's right. Yeah. Um, for me, this ties in to one of my mindsets that I really have to um, change and or shift sometimes. And that is that of limiting beliefs. For me, limiting beliefs are probably very similar to your confidence. Um, Growing up, my beautiful sister, who I love so much, has always been like a very creative soul. Like she went into marketing in college. She works for a very wonderful prestigious prestigious company um at a marketing firm and she's just always had this very creative bone in her body and so growing up I kind of took this like maybe I'm just not that creative and so like I went into a field that was not I mean you have to be creative but it was more like hands-on you know sport approach and not necessarily like you have to really use a creative side of your brain I just felt more comfortable in that. And 
Um, I've just always had that. That has been a limiting belief of mine is that I am not creative. And really recently, along with this new full-time role that I've taken on, um, going into it, I'm probably the most creative person on that team. And I know that, and that's reinforced um, on a maybe not daily basis, but it's reinforced constantly that I'm probably one of the most creative, that I put out the creative reports and um, I'm just like to create things. And so for me, that's really affirming in that I never thought I was creative before, but that's helped my mindset shift so that I've been able to tap into a more creative side for our business as well. And that's meant overcoming some scary things for me. Um, I have never liked to see myself on video or to like hear myself talk about things or anything like that. I've never thought that I had good skills in like speaking when I'm in front of a camera. I never thought I had good skills with like editing video or anything like that. And just in the past couple of weeks, I was like, all right, my mindset has shift has shifted. A, I had motivation from Daryl because he was like if you know, get your life together for the business if you want to. Um, and then additionally, I had this reaffirmation that actually I can be really creative and I am really creative if I let myself be. And so sometimes it's just that mindset, like, you know what, I'm going to speak into my life that I'm creative and it's going to make me more creative. And it actually works. Like the things that we're working on, I feel like I'm working in a very creative capacity and I never in my life would have put myself in that position. Um, So for me, that has always been a limiting belief. And I have more limiting beliefs, definitely. I think that people struggle with limiting beliefs um, almost in the same way they struggle with confidence. But if you can overcome that, and sometimes just speaking into your life, and I'll talk about this a little bit in the how to change your mindset tips, but just speaking into your own life and your brain that, you know what? I don't have to have these limiting beliefs and I can be this and I can do this. And that will actually just help shift everything for you. All right. My next one is, uh, I don't even want to say it because I'm embarrassed. Why? Say it. Oh, my mindset of thankfulness. Tell me more. (laughs) Tell us more. (laughs) Um, I I had it and I wrote it down and and I was looking over and I was like, man, I was trying to think of something else, but I wrote it down for a reason. So I'm definitely going to go there. So my mindset of thankfulness, um, picking and choosing what I want to be thankful for is a mindset thing and not like when you talk about gratitude, being grateful, I pick and choose And then I always feel like I don't have enough to be thankful for. So in and a perfect example would be this business and what we've done because of what my goals are and my expectations for this business. I'm like, I'll be thankful when we get here, when Uh. we reach this point, as opposed to being like, man, look how far we've come. I'm glad I'm Mm -hmm. thankful that. You know, we've been blessed with these opportunities and I struggle with that. And it's a mindset thing. Mm -hmm. Um, So, for instance, when I say pick and choose like my family, when I pray with my daughter every night before we go to bed, we thank, you know, thank God for um, our family, our friends, our house, food, you know. (laughs) Wow. Lainey, really? Bless you. I'm not thankful for you right now. (laughs) She just gave him a dirty look. <laughs> yeah. So so anyways, um, 
like, you know, I'm thankful for all of those things. And I know that I am. And we pray about it at night and, and, and we say that we're thankful. But then when it comes to things like the business, I'm like, mm. man, I'm not where I want to be. But I'm I, I it's hard sometimes and it's challenging for me to be like, I'm thankful that we're not where we originally were when we started. Yeah. And it's a mindset thing. And like you said, those affirmations, because when I go into the bathroom every morning, I see them all over our mirrors. So it's that same thing. Those affirmations of gratitude, yeah. those affirmations of, of gratefulness um, is, is a mindset thing that I'm definitely working towards. Mm-hmm. Um, and I encourage everybody to do that. And, and whatever it takes for you to do that, if it's writing down what you're grateful for, or doing a gratitude journal or whatever that looks like for you, like be sure to do that because it's easy from a mindset perspective to lose sight of all of your accomplishments and you should celebrate all of your accomplishments. Agree. And we talk about that all the time. And then I'm just like, man, why am I struggling from a mindset perspective of not being thankful for where we've come from? Because I'm so focused and determined to get to where we want to go. Yeah, I think that's really, really important. Yeah. And, and it's definitely 100 percent a mindset thing. Yeah. It has nothing to do with my heart. It's yeah. all mind. It's just mind. That's it. And there's nothing wrong with big audacious goals. But right. It, I agree. Being grateful and thankful through all of them is super, super important. Definitely. So that's what I had down. As soon as you said yours and, and you were talking about limiting beliefs, I'm like, dang, <laughs> and I'm going to say that I'm ungrateful. Uh-huh. But yeah, no, I had it wrote down. So I definitely wanted to say it. and hopefully it helps somebody and hopefully it inspires somebody to think about yeah. um you know, how their mindset is based around their gratitude, being thankful, what they've accomplished, celebrating all of your successes, not just your big successes. Yeah, agree. All right. Um, I There are so many things that we could talk about with mindset and right. mindsets that we need to change. And I want to just give a couple tricks and tips that I, that we've both used yeah. to change mindset. So, um, The first is to get an accountability partner. And for me, that's you. And just again, going back to the story where, you know, you very gratuitously kicked me in the butt about our business was so important. And to have you as my accountability partner telling me and pushing me, um, that helps change my mindset. It helps check me in the process of where I am with my mindset. If I have a big goal, I can count on you to say, where are we at with this goal? Like, what are you doing? How can I help you? How can I support? And so for me, accountability partners is the first thing. Definitely. Do you want to go back and forth? We can if you have some. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I got a couple. Okay. I, only, I have like five or six of them, but um, you just, however you you want to go through this. So um, I'll jump in right now. Um, So the first one is taking time to um, like be with self. So uh, and making sure, like I said, you know, finding time to pray, um, to just sit in silence, to think, to reflect, um, I think is one way to make sure that to get a grasp on how your mindset is being managed. Um, So that would be my first one. Okay. I think those are good. And maybe like that comes into self-care too with running um, or however you work out, just getting exercise and eating nutritious things and doing what you need to do to take care of your physical, mental, social health. Right, right. Um, 
For me, one of the biggest things you already mentioned it was affirmations. Mm -hmm. Um, And this has been something that for a really long time, I'm like, this is so hokey. Like I would hear other people talk about it. I'd hear influencers talk about affirmations. I would hear entrepreneurs. I'd hear these big, like big time people who are millionaires to many times over talk about affirmations and how affirmations change their life. And I'm like, you're telling me that you can read this thing over and over on a piece of paper about what you already are. And maybe you don't actually think that you're there, but then somehow your mind actually gets you there. And I just couldn't get on board with it for a long time. And finally I did. And I printed out, like you said, we have affirmations on our mirror and I printed them out and I was like, Daryl, we're doing this. And he walked in the bathroom one day and he looked at the mirror and he was like, okay, right. All right. Uh (laughs) And so, so we do that now. And so while we're getting ready, we can look and see. And for me, I look and I'm like, okay, which affirmation do I need to tell myself today that I'm doing or that is good for me? And so for, you know, one of them for me, just very basic, but personally is, you know, I am taking care of my best self for me to be my best self today. Like I am physically taking care of myself. I'm taking care of my emotional health. I'm taking time for me today. And that helps set my mind so that I will take care of myself throughout the entire day. So affirmations and just words of affirmation to yourself, I think are one of the most important things. Yeah. And I kind of alluded to this earlier, so I'm not going to go into it into too much detail because I've kind of covered it, but making sure that you're always finding opportunity to continue to grow and develop as a person. Yeah. Um, I talked about that earlier. I think when you're talking about mindsets and specifically the confidence one that I mentioned earlier in the episode, taking the time to continue to grow and develop as a person, I think is very important, which can help you with your mindset. Yeah. We've, um, covered most of them. And I think the last one that I want to talk about is just to allow yourself to dream big. And I think this is important because that helps your mindset too. And sometimes with big dreams, people get kind of frightened. Like, I don't know how to get there. But I think it's necessary to have big dreams. Even if you don't know exactly how you're going to get there right now, it's really necessary to have them so that you can speak those words of affirmation, so that you can set your goals, so that you have something to look forward to in the future and what you're working for. And that will shift your mindset into what you need it to be to to be successful. Um, so oh, for wow. me, that was my last I one. I think my last one is <laughs> perfect to follow that one. Okay. And it ties right in. Um, and it is... Check who you surround yourself with. Mm. Be careful with what you allow people to speak into your life. Oh, yes. I think that fits right in perfectly. And I think that's a mic drop right there because you talked about set the big dream, set the big Mm -hmm. goals. And I talked about managing relationships early and that being one of the first things um, in my formula. And you're talking about us working together. (laughs) Yeah. Like, I think that's perfect. I'll read it one more time and then we can finish with that. Check who you surround yourself with. Be careful with what you allow people to speak into your life. We're talking about affirmations. We're talking about setting big goals and big plans. And if you align yourself with the wrong people and let people speak negativity Mm -hmm. and doubt into your life, 
you're not going to progress. You're not going to move forward. And that's going to limit the opportunities for your success. So be careful who you allow in your circle. Be careful who you allow to speak into your life, because what they speak into your life will become your affirmation and it will be the downfall of your success. So I just wanted to finish with that. I felt like yes. it tied in perfect with setting the big goals and everything. Yeah, I think that was great. And for this week, that's what we've got. Yep, that's it. Yeah, I think it was good. This, this was I was yeah. really excited for this. I topic. was too. And we had yeah. our highs and lows in here because some of it was heartstring and it touched the emotions <laughs> and it was self-checking for both of us. So yeah. hopefully you had uh, uh, something that you could take away from this. Yeah. Um, and if not, listen back to it again because I'm pretty sure there's some good nuggets in oh, here. Yeah. Yep. All right. Well, until the next time. All right. We're out. Bye. Bye. Hey, everybody. If you like today's episode, please subscribe to the Success in Black and White podcast. You'll get notified every time a new episode is posted, which is every Tuesday. If you love this episode, help us spread the love. Rate and leave a review on our iTunes podcast episode. Also, share that you listen on social media and tag us on your posts. My social media handle is I am Daryl Lovett on all social media platforms. And mine is April Dawn Lovett on all social media platforms as well. Thanks for listening. Oh my gosh, you sound like Keith Sweat. Oh my goodness, really? Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh. Oh, did it record? <laughs> yeah. <laughs>